0: Let's head to the South. Sure. Houston Texans, 9 and 7 last year, brought in Kevin Johnson from Wake Forest. They released a uh, longtime uh, wide receiver and face of the franchise, Andre Johnson, the U. Uh, signed Brian Hoyer, two years, $10.5 million, which just, oh my God. <laughs> like, here's a fun one. You got to love these trades. Uh, they traded Case Keenum to St. Louis for a seventh. And then they traded Ryan Fitzpatrick to the Jets for another seventh. So Ooh. you, you got to say, they traded high on both those guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, by getting literally anything for them.
0: Uh, uh, they, s- they brought in your, your, your favorite uh, free safety in the league, Raheem Moore. Three years, $12 million. Your boy.
1: And here's uh, the thing about the – well, we can talk about Raheem Moore later. But the thing about huh? Raheem Moore is, A, I've only watched that play once in my life. Yeah, the first time it happened. I've
0: never watched it. Since. Why would you? I'm not I mean, about. Yeah, to, I'm not team about team. to watch Sasha Bujic's swishing free throws in Game Seven, right? Like, yeah. I'm not gonna be like, hey, let me watch those clutch, like clutch free throws. I,
1: I would argue that the re- will be slightly more ridiculous. Uh, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah. oh yeah, I'm just uh, saying. Compared to dead moments, yes, he was. He, yes, was, he, was. he had that
0: one career-defining play, play
1: as, and <laughs> that's and and you're right. It's likely going to be a career-defining play. Yeah. yeah, he goes on the list of people not named Peyton Manning who have caught Peyton Manning playoff games. Yeah. Um, and he, that's, a long, that's a long list. What was the name uh, of the
0: kid who, who, who made the interception on the play in the Super Bowl last year that never should have been a uh, – his name is escaping me. I should remember his name. It was Butler? the interception. Pardon? Butler? Butler, yeah. When Butler made the interception last year, his name just completely left. Raheem Moore needs a moment like that. Right, he needs yeah some sort of like a pick six that wins a playoff game in overtime
1: or something like that. Yeah. Otherwise, all he's going to be remembered for is that ridiculously ill timed jump. Yeah, pass interference would have been fine. Yeah, <laughs> like, it absolutely would have. wouldn't it? Have? You could have just tackled that guy, and it probably wouldn't it wouldn't have been as bad. Oh god, okay. we don't. Or you, could have, you could have let him catch it and then tackle him in bounds. And yeah. that's fine, too. Like, oh, yeah.
0: uh-huh. that, I, no, I'm never talking about that play again. Yeah, no, um, I liked it, though. You, you cut a little loose there. That was good. Yeah. That was a good uh, they brought in Vince Wilfork, the U. Uh, yeah. Two years, $9 million. He's going to be on the same line as J.J. Uh, Watt. Who oh, is, yeah, J.J. Watt's on this team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> uh, over under J.J. Watt touchdowns this year, three and a half. I'll take the over. Oh God, I want it to be the over so bad. He had five last year. Yeah, he I, think he scored, I think he probably scores at least three on defense. Yeah, because he caught three uh, in packages, goal line packages, where he was a tight end, and then he had uh, the pick six where he he ended EJ Manuel's career, and he had the fumble six. I don't remember against who. Um, they're missing Arian Foster. He tore his groin. He's going to be out for the first. three. Three, four, or five weeks, maybe. They're saying four right now, but you never I know I
1: feel like that's a number that is really optimistic.
0: Yeah. It's it's four so the guy, four. guy with Foster's history of Foster's sure. age, Although the he plays. You say Foster's history, he's had some injuries before and he's always come back early. That's true. He's, he's he is, if you were to say he but he's and it's as,
1: back, he's a quick healer. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like I I know he's a quick healer. But at the same time, he's also an NFL running back. Yeah. And most of those guys, eventually, it just stops working particularly well.
0: And I know that he's 29. Yeah. But still. Uh, the Texans, eight and a half wins. You can get both sides at minus 120. Um, I like the under if I'm picking one. Me too. God, this is one of my Silver Star specials. I like the under. This team got to nine wins last year without a legitimate starting QB. They're going to be do- trying to do that a second time. And like, I like Bill O'Brien. I think he's a good coach. Yeah,
1: I think Bell a decent coach too, but they don't have a quarterback and yeah. I don't think they have the skill guys that are going to be able to make up for that, especially if uh, if Foster misses a big chunk of the season. I don't think Albert Pooh is very good. Yeah. I think he's a relatively not good NFL running back. Um, and here's the thing, people might say, Oh, you're picking the under on a team with JJ Watt on it, and that's true, but people forget that JJ Watt's best season or one of one of his finest seasons was the year the Texas finished two fourteen. Yeah. And that's why people say the people say, oh, yeah, if I could have anyone to start a team with J.J. Watt, I, I always say that's absolutely not true, because you could have J.J. Watt out there causing havoc and destroying everything around him, but you still might finish 2-14, whereas if you have Pete Garrett and Rodgers, there's a yeah. 0% chance he win less than nine games.
0: Yeah, it's just, it, you know, it's, yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. Like, he's, if, if you want, if you're going to make that, you have to say who's the first defensive player you would want. Right, to right. Run. And it's then it's he, JJ Watt without. T.
1: and Rodgers, you're guaranteed to win nine, 10 games, no matter who else. Yeah.
0: Win. And, like, you'd want Rodgers, you'd want luck, right? And it's just, yeah. it's a, it's a stupid conversation when people, and I realize it's because JJ J. Watt's awesome. And the difference between JJ J.
1: Watt and the yeah. next best defensive player in the league, the yeah. Gulf is in, is, massive
0: huge yeah. massive goal yeah. doesn't, doesn't exactly matter. but like he is awesome you know like people love him he's yeah. awesome he's great in commercials he's great on you know when he goes on tv shows and stuff and and he's a fantastic player and uh, looks like the fucking terminator out there yeah but like oh my god i just i love him they also like him and Vince Wilfork like this is going to be one of the few teams in the league where when the offense is on you yeah, no, have no interest in watching. You have it. no interest in watching, but when the defense is on, you're like, ooh, let's see if, like, Will or – Yeah, one like, of those guys going to do? body slams. They, like – there's a chance that Vince Wilfork picks up, like, like grabs a uh, QB by the hips, lifts them up, and then J.J. Watt comes from behind, and, like, they do the 3D, like the double-price <laughs> just to do. <laughs> like, like that, that is not out of the realm of possibility at one point.
1: Not this way. Yeah. <laughs> um. Schedule for the Texans real quick, and this is the one thing that makes you at least consider the over. Yeah. Chiefs, maybe tough. Panthers, like, we've seen Cam Newton do more with less, but this year he has a lot less. That's going to be (laughs) – that's going to be –
0: like, I'm just going to – when we do the the Panthers next week, I'm just going to be sad. I'm just going to be sad the entire time.
1: Uh, I'm just looking forward to looking back on this and being like, oh, yeah, they wasted Cam Newton's prime. And this shows you yeah. the quarterback thing we were talking about a second ago, whereas outside of Cam Newton, it's a relatively lousy team. They still managed to make the playoffs all the time.
0: Yeah, and I uh, want to do, do a mea culpa on Cam Newton because when he got drafted, I, I that was one. I'm usually pretty good with guessing when the quarterbacks are going to be good and when they're not going to be good. I thought Cam Newton was, I don't want to say bust, but I thought he'd be a lot worse than he is. And I thought it, I, I will say, I didn't think it was because of his skill set. I thought we would have some Randy Moss-type moments with uh, attitude-type moments with Cam Newton. So I would like to apologize to Cam Newton. Uh, I uh, yeah. You have been a joy to watch these past few years. It's true. Keep it up. Uh, rest of the schedule,
1: Buccaneers, Falcons. That doesn't stress you out. Obviously, they have the two games against the Colts, which are thing. At Jacksonville, at Miami, at uh, versus Tennessee, the, the Titans and Colts might both be very bad. Uh, at the Bengals, Jets, Saints, like it's it's not a schedule. It's going to stress you out. Yeah, they have the entire AFC East, and one of those teams is good, and the other ones, the 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 other ones are all above average. But if you're thinking about the over, the schedule is going to talk you into it, not out of it.
0: Yeah, um, I just I don't know. I'm gonna put. I think I got the Texas under. I like I like it's, it's minus one twenty. Not too much money. Um, and anytime you see whatever name written on the back of the jersey, under center, you're going to be like, I am so glad I have the Texans under right, you're right now. Yeah, you're, <laughs> like, yeah it's like, for the best. Yeah, it's for the best. So, Texans under minus 120. I think I might make that. I'm dangerously close to making that one of my gold star picks. Um, let's talk about the Colts. Sure. Uh, uh, oh, my God, this team. Like, speaking of offenses, you're going to, like, we, we talked about the Texans. This, as a team this or, the or Green
1: offense. Bay will be the most fun offense
0: to watch. Yeah, my God in heaven. 11 um, 11- Eleven and five last year. Brought in Philip Dorsett. They released LeRon Landry. Um, they re-signed quarterback Matt Hasselback one year, thirty-nine, 3 million. Now I thought he was dead. No, he's still playing quarterback. No, um, still playing quarterback. Um, still waiting to score on the Packers from that playoff. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> and, well, speaking of career-defining moments, right? Like that is his career-defining yeah. moment. Sure. We're gonna get the ball. We're gonna score. Uh, no, you're not. Although, if you rewatch that play, that interception was not Hasselback's fault the uh, wide receiver completely ran the wrong route and gave up on the play and never came back to the ball. And, uh, oh, God, what was that really good? God, safety with the dreadlocks that the Um, Packers used to have. Oh, God, I can't remember his name. uh, Now I'm trying to remember what his name is, too. And it's driving right. you. Yeah, you you uh, you look it up. He was, I remember, he's a, like a he was a perennial Pro Bowler, and I remember he used to. Al Harris. Al Harris, yes, God, he was awesome.
1: Yeah, he's good.
0: I hated him for so many years, <laughs> like, but he was great. Uh, they brought back Darius Butler. Um, they re-signed Frank, or they signed Frank Gore, the U, to a three-year, twelve million dollar contract. They brought in Andre Johnson, the U, three years, twenty-one million. They cut Trent Richardson and the uh, horrible chain-like weight that came attached to him. Uh, they brought in Trent Cole, two years, $14 million.
1: Remember how we said earlier you don't want to have traded for and Ryan Fitzpatrick in the same sentence? Yeah. You definitely want to have cut
0: and Trent Richardson. In, in the same in the sentence. Same sentence. <laughs> yeah, they just they just dropped his ass. They brought in Frank Gore, who's basically the anti-Trent Richardson, right? Like, runs smart and blocks well. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Um, their number is 10.5 wins. They got the weirdest lines. The over is minus 175, so you're paying some serious juice on yeah. the over. The under, I've never seen a, a number like this before, Craig. 145.5 plus, plus 145.5.
1: Yeah, uh, it's because of their crappy division they're in. Yeah. That's that's why that number is so weird.
0: Most likely will sweep the division. They also get the they're NFC South: Saints, Bucks, Falcons, Panthers. They're
1: probably going three and one against that group. Yeah. Right. Uh, obviously, they play the Patriots and Denver, but other than those games, yeah. you don't like when you're looking at the schedule. You're not like, uh-oh, to anyone.
0: I think I think you just take the over here, don't you? I think you just pay the minus 175. Colts are going to win 11 games, aren't they? Like, what has to? Oh yeah, yeah. I.
1: I but, but basically, the only way they don't win 11 games is if luck gets hurt.
0: Exactly, Andrew Luck injury is the only way, and like knock on wood that we. Don't get that. I don't even care for gambling purposes, just for watching football purposes. For like God sakes, like that would be devastating. But yeah, let's not allow that. Yeah, I think uh, you just take the yeah. Course.
1: Yeah, you look at Buffalo, the Jets, Miami. They're playing the entire AFC East. So you, like they're probably going to against the AFC East. They're probably going to go three and one. That game against the Patriots, they have at home at the very least. That's going to be Tom Brady's first game hypothetically. So that might play into it. Yeah. Uh, they might go thirteen and three. Yeah, like, that's not unreasonable. No,
0: I, that's actually the number I have I have that written down right here. I mean,
1: they get both the Patriots and Denver. Feels like
0: a 13 and 3 team.
1: They get both the Patriots and Denver at home, and those are the two teams they'll be competing with. Yeah.
0: I feel like their floor, their floor is 12 and 4.
1: Yeah. If you look at the schedule, something ridiculous happens them not be that.
0: Good. Yeah. So, I I I'm making the Colts, I'm paying the juice, the -1 the -175. I'm I'm paying that and I'm making the Colts one of my the over for the Indianapolis Colts one of my gold star specials. Okay. Um jacksonville Uh-oh. oh busy busy offseason and you know what a sensible offseason very yes very they overpaid
1: true. for a few guys but it doesn't yeah. matter if you're overpaying for people if you're jacksonville because you have infinity
0: cap space anyway yeah and you have holes well basically everywhere, everywhere on the field yeah. everywhere well let's go with some of the good stuff they fired jet fish they brought in greg olson i love greg olson that's helpful yep yeah. Um, they drafted your boy, Dante Fowler, out of Florida, unfortunately. Not going to play. Oh, God. Like, why can't we have nice things? Right. I don't now, know. Blows out his knee in rookie camp and his outfit. I like Fowler. I think he's going to be a decent NFLer.
1: I don't like as someone who watched him a lot in college. I don't know if I thought he was a to overall pick. Yeah. But I think that you're trying to get at some things you didn't show in college, or you're trying to you're thinking that he just scratched the surface there, which is not unreasonable either way. You're not going to be able to get to those things this season because he's not going to play because he's hurt, which is too bad. Um, yeah, so bad. You look at the like they, they bring in Jeremy Parnell, who was kind of around the Cowboys offensive line last year. So <laughs> does that mean he's good via osmosis? Who's to say? Zane uh, Beatles well, the guy who used to play for the Broncos. They bring him in as well. He's decent. Yeah. was uh i think second overall pick or third overall pick a couple years ago there there are some things to like about the offensive line julius thomas they bring him in and at oh, the very were... least at the very least you have someone who can jump high in the red zone to throw the football yeah the uh,
0: very... thomas can't block though like, was, no, like he's not he's not a good blocker he can't block which is um well because well, he can we can go through it here because, like, basically, the Jacksonville Jaguars at a certain point during this offseason were just like Pac Man Jones at a strip club. They just started throwing money around. Um, they brought in Julius Thomas, five years, forty-six million. I kind of like it, but when you're three and thirteen, is spending big money on a tight end who can't block the? Where pitch, else
1: is the money gonna go?
0: I guess, yeah, you're right. You and, know what I mean? and and they gotta where get Bortles somebody, going. right? Who can right.
1: And just they just had nowhere else to spend that money. Yeah. It's it's not like you're looking at the roster and you're like, and a couple like it's not like the Seahawks where you're thinking like it's a ticking time bomb where in a couple years you got to resign Wilson and Sherman and Wagner and all. Like there's no yeah. one like that on this roster. Like there's no ticking time bombs here. So where else is the money going? I don't. Because like know. their
0: one ticking time bomb, they kind of took care of Paul Puzlesny, right? Like he, they got him to a new three-year, fifteen million. That's yeah. on the cheap for a guy of his talent. Yeah. Right? Like
1: yeah, uh, middle linebacker, and you can find dudes. You, but, but you're right. That's not. That's not bad. There there. There. The moral story is this: There's no one on the roster who is going to have to get top five at his position money that you have to pay anytime soon. So you might as well give Julius Thomas top five at his position.
0: Yeah. Money. Here's some of the so other I moves. Kind of yeah, some of the other uh, solid moves they made. Jared Odrick brought him in, five years, 42.5. Uh, sure. De- Devin House, four years, 24. Uh, you mentioned Jeremy Parnell, five years, 32. Uh, Dan Scuda, five years, 20 and a half. Just, I mean, these are like Sergio Brown, 3-7. These are all solid moves yeah, for these guys who have holes everywhere.
1: Veteran NFL players. Upgrades. That have shown to, shown the, uh, certainly upgrades and shown the frenzy to be above average players in their positions. So. Yeah. Like maybe you look at Jacksonville this year and you think to yourself, maybe they're not a laughing stock. I don't think they're going to win any more than five games, but based on like five games is not bad based on what we've gotten used to with the Jaguars.
0: Well, it's interesting that you say five games because their number five and a half wins over minus one forty under plus one ten. Huh. I. That's them going six and ten for minus one forty. Yeah. I like that it. That feels like not an awful thing to want to bet money no. on. Here's here's what they have to do. I have I'm I'm probably going to bet the over on Jacksonville. As, as saying, allow me to be the first person to ever say that. I'm probably going to bet the over on Jacksonville. I think the crux of that one. I think they have to sweep Tennessee. They cannot right. drop either of the games to Tennessee if they're going Let's to. Let's say
1: they sweep the Titans. They've got to win four more. Yeah. Schedule is home to the Panthers, home to Miami, at New England minus Tom Brady probably uh, at the colts mm-hmm. at Tampa Bay
0: that could be a win potential win. win
1: that's a potential win right there versus Houston versus Buffalo at the Jets at the Ravens versus San Diego versus the Colts versus the Falcons at the Saints at the Texans oh man
0: oh yeah cause you'd have to get it done in like the last 3 weeks cuz they have to beat like the Saints or the uh yeah Ah, uh, you know what? All right. Even if even if they sweep the Titans, are there really four
1: more wins for the yeah. Jaguars in there?
0: All right, you got you got me there. All
1: right, I'm probably. I, I was all over the over two until I sat there and read that out loud, and I'm like,
0: okay. <laughs> <Yeah. if> they,
1: <laughs> well, they sweep the Titans and get Tampa Bay. They yeah.
0: need oh Well, now that you read it out loud, I am less enthused. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just
1: <laughs> feels like a three more isn't going to be there, you know.
0: Yeah, and like I mean, Thomas, Yelton, Rashad Green, Um, you wonder how much they could help Bortles. Uh, the under is plus plus one ten. Maybe I'm thinking about betting the under now. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll come back to this one. We'll come back. Come off, off, pod. Off, we'll, off
1: pod discussion about what,
0: the, what the bet should be here. What, what Cause what I kind of you, feel like if, unless Bortles is really, really good, they're not yeah. going to win. And I'm not a Bortles guy. Uh, never have been. Thought he was, uh, what's his face? two know. Uh, can't even remember his name. He's backing up on the Niners right now. Blaine Gabbert. Thank you. Blaine Gabbert 2.0. I can't remember name's on this pod. Good thing you're here to help me out with these. So we're going to have Jacksonville as a stay away for now with probably leaning towards the under plus 110. I feel like, I feel like you and I off pod are going to, are going to talk ourselves into the the Jacksonville under, the last team in the South uh, Titans, uh, two and 14 last year that, Uh, One of the big QBs drafted, uh, they bring in Marcus Mariota and Dorio Green Beckham, wide receiver out of Oklahoma. Uh, They released uh, the blind side, Michael Orr. They released Bernard Pollard, who, if he is, has he signed with anybody yet, Pollard? Is he going to have a chance Um, to kill Tom Brady or someone on the Patriots? I don't think so, but I'm going to look it up. I think he's a free agent, I'm fairly certain. Yeah. Um, If he is, I don't understand why he's not on the Broncos already. Yeah. Um, Jake Locker announces his retirement um, at the age of, what, 25? Uh, and when we get to the NFC, that's going to be a common theme. Uh, they brought in Donora Searcy, four years, 23. Uh, Harry Douglas, three for 11. Uh, Brian Arakpo, if he stays healthy, uh, four years, 31 million. Uh, Derek Morgan, they re-signed. I like Derek Morgan, 4 for 27. And brought Derek in... Morgan's talented. You kind of wait for him to put it all together, but he's talented. It's true, yeah. Um, and they brought in Parrish Cox, 3 years, fifty million. So they did address a lot of the situations they had with the defense last year, especially in the second and third levels. Um, the numbers on the Titans, 5.5 wins. You can get both sides at minus 115. How do you feel about the Titans? Under. I think they're the worst team in the league. Yeah, I agree. Um... Mariona's like in- I, I
1: like some things. I like some of the things they did too, but there are still just so many damn bulls here. Harry Douglas is your number two receiver. Yeah. Like, and Harry Douglas had a fine career in Atlanta, but it just doesn't. look... As like-
0: a third, fourth pass catcher, though. Yeah, exactly. I, I, well,
1: I got some questions about Taylor. Because he was behind. Because
0: during the heydays, like his best years came when he was catching passes behind Jones, Roddy, and uh, Tony Gonzalez. Oh,
1: yeah. And that's not the situation anymore. I just think that, and they have some good, they have good players in this roster, but they have just some really difficult goals. And maybe, well, I, maybe I'm exaggerating. I say worse than McCourty's obviously good. Jarrell Casey's obviously good. Uh, but I think it's going to take some time
0: for Mariota to adjust, at the very least. Yes. And he, Mariota is like, I'll, I'll go on the record saying, I think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback, but he is definitely, he is absolutely not an unequivocally, he is not an immediate impact QB. Yeah, I, he, he's not a guy who comes in and it's like he's not like Andrew. You, you would need to have a
1: really smart coordinator. Yes, and I don't know if they've got the right group there for that. Um, like Ken but obviously he, does, he doesn't have that. No, he's uh, got a questionable history. Uh, history in Arizona was great, but eventually the quarterback situation became a problem. I, I just don't know if I love the roster. Uh,
0: no. Absolutely not. You know
1: what? They're, they're probably
0: better than Jacksonville, though. I know we were talking about getting the two wins against Tennessee. are
1: better than Jacksonville?
0: It's between them and Jacksonville for, for worst of the year. Ed, so And they're going to have two games to figure it out. Boy, those will be
1: – Actually, different. Washington might have the worst roster. Oh, yeah, point
0: there. But, like, I mean, yeah. Tennessee – the Like, the fact that Tennessee has to play Jacksonville, like, twice this year, like, those are going to be two of the more depressing games –
1: yeah, I don't know. I like I like some of the things they've done. I like some of the guys. That, I I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I don't. Maybe they're not the worst team in the league, but I like the under. Here. Yeah, the
0: minus one fifteen on the under for Tennessee. I may
1: have spoke too soon, too soon on the worst team in the league, but I like the
0: under. Yeah, uh, just take the under and go. Um, AFC West. Uh, let's start off with your boys. Let's go uh 12 and four last year a uh, little bit of turnover with the coaches uh except for the true coach who's still under center um coach still plays quarterback yeah they fired john fox Gase, and jack del rio they brought in gary kubiak Dennison, and wade phillips uh they drafted uh, shane ray out of missouri in a state where weed is already legal yep so much fun <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh I, I love, love that uh, I love that Shane Ray pick, by the way. Oh, I, I think that is going to be a steal of all steals.
0: Yes, I think um that
1: he fell that far. If he could just keep his nose clean, man, like they got a guy who is way too talented to be there at that point in the draft. I love that Shane Ray pick. Yeah.
0: Um I think we should look at a couple. I was actually gonna say we should look at a couple, see if there's any Shane Ray individual um
1: Defensive player of working of the year, rather.
0: Or like, just, just knowledge passive, of, like, tackle, like, also, like, tackle numbers. And just yeah. – we should try to find some Shane Ray individual bets. Right.
1: Because I just feel like he's going to be the guy, like, when you're deciding you're blocking where and you're blocking Miller and figuring out how you're going to do things on defense. He's, um, he's going to be the guy that just has some open lanes. I love the Broncos' defense. I love everything about the Denver defense this year. I think they may have one of the best defenses in the league. Wade Phillips, as we've seen many times over the years, you want Wade Phillips to be your defensive coordinator. You do not want Wade Phillips to be your head coach. Nope. Wade Phillips is the defensive coordinator here, and he's got a lot of talent to work with. I know they lost Terrence Knight, and that might hurt the run game, but Sylvester Williams I think will be able to step up and uh, and replace him. They're thin on the interior of the defensive line, for sure. They're, they're thin there. Uh, and Derek Wolfe being suspended for the first four games is a little bit of an issue, but... I, I really, really like the Denver defense this year. I think that if, if you look at pairs of corners, uh, Chris Harrison to lead might be as good as you're going to find the league. Uh, bring in Br- Bradley Roby as your nickelback. Like that's good, good, good. I like Darian Stewart. They brought in from Baltimore. TJ Ward still solid. Uh, the linebacking core with Brandon Marshall, Danny Trevathan, Vaughn Miller, DeMarcus Ware, like, you know, like, they're, they're going to be able to cause some damage. Shane Ray coming in in pass rushing situations. Like, I like a lot of the things they've done. A lot of the things they've done um, this offseason on the defensive side. I think they're going to be really good on defense.
0: Oh, so good. Well, I mean, we got to mention the bad stuff. They, unfortunately, they lost uh, Ryan Clady. For, yes. Either. And that is going to be the big
1: problem this year is are yeah. they going to be able to block it? Yeah. That is going to be the biggest issue for the team. I think Manning's going to be fine. He was obviously not healthy last year. Hopefully he's healthy again this year. And people always talk about, Oh, what if he gets hurt? Like here in the NFL in 2015 quarterbacks don't get hurt that often. No. Unless they're like, it's certainly not guys who play the way Manning does. Like it just doesn't happen anymore. You're not allowed to go low on them. You're not allowed to go high on them. There are rules in place to make sure that doesn't happen. And that's fine. Um, Especially like, you can't do anything to Manning or Brady or Rodgers. Otherwise, it's a 30-yard penalty, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, either way, um, I, I'm not worried about Manning getting hurt so much. That was just kind of a bad luck thing that happened last year. I am worried about yeah. you know, him having time in the pocket. And I'm not saying, oh, he's going to take a ton of hits. I'm saying he's going to have to get rid of the ball earlier than he wants. And he's a smart guy. So clearly, he's the smartest guy maybe he's ever played the game. Um, he'll, fi- he'll probably find ways to adjust to that. And if, if, if he knows the blocking is not going to be good, but I I, I don't know. I, I think that that's going to be the one thing I'm worried about.
0: Who's and, your slot receiver this year?
1: Um, It'll probably wind up being Emmanuel Sanders.
0: You think so? Okay. Cause like, so Cause they're going to bump
1: him inside and Cody Latimer outside. Of
0: okay. Okay. Latimer is going to be the, the uh, yeah. third wide receiver. I guess yeah, asking you what your third wide receiver was was probably. A and I think it'll question. be
1: like Latimer. I, I'm really comfortable with Latimer. I think that'd yeah. be talented, and I, I think that, uh, that, that he's, he's going to be in a good spot. Mm-hmm. What I'm concerned about is the center spot. I'm really worried about Matt Parody and, and Dino Gradkowski being the guys. Um, I, I like Luis Vasquez a lot, but the rest of the line, I'm just like, I'm not sure. I'm not, not sure. Chris Clark is decent at right tackle, um, and maybe that's where he winds up playing. Right now, our lads have Ryan Harris uh, as, as the guy who's going to be playing there, and he's all right, I guess. Michael Schofield was drafted uh, in the third round last year. They, they're hoping he steps up. I would have liked to have seen more emphasis in the draft on offensive linemen, um, but that's all right. They got Ty Sambrello. We'll see what he can do. He's, he's currently listed as a starting left tackle, which is not necessarily what you want out of a second-round pick, but uh, maybe he will be okay.
0: Um, Your franchise Demarius. Uh, yeah. You lost Julius Thomas to free agency, but you brought in Owen Daniels at three for twelve and a quarter.
1: Here's what I'll say about that particular move: If they're going to be a team that runs it a lot more this yeah, year, he blocks the plan. Yeah. Um, the difference between Virgil Green and, Tom- uh, and Julius Thomas, excuse me, as pass catchers,
0: is smaller than the difference between Virgil Green and Julius Thomas's blockers. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Daniels, like, Daniels could block, too. Daniels, oh, Daniels always, can block. I think
1: Green's a better end. blocker. Yeah. Green is a better blocker yes. than Daniels, is, but Daniels is a good blocker.
0: Yeah, well, he's a better blocker than Thomas, obviously. And he's a good pass catcher, too. His problem has always been he can't F and stay healthy, right? Like, he's always, it always gets his ankles. I
1: in. like the combo of, of Daniels and Green at tight end. I'm very comfortable
0: with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the numbers on the Broncos, 10 and a half wins. You can get even on the over. You can get on the under at minus 130. I'm getting even money on the Denver Broncos at 10 and a half. This is my, like, gold star special, lights flashing, everything. Like like when when frickin' uh, – like in Boogie Nights when he was like, I see my name, Dirk Diggler, and the name's so powerful, the, the lights explode. That's what I have as the Broncos over. I see over and well, the lights it's spinning.
1: Yeah. And what
0: looks to be an excellent defense. Yeah.
1: I, That's probably enough for 11 wins right there.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking, like, the only way you don't have it is, like, I think you don't have this 10.5 wins is Peyton Manning would, ha- would have to be done. And he would have to Osweiler play like he did in the last four. Good.
1: Yeah. Osweiler, by the way, has looked very, I understand his yeah. pre team, looked very good.
0: And Manning's looks. Fantastic in the in the few throws I've seen him make in the preseason. Now he yeah. was, he was he, obviously he had a couple wobbles and he threw a couple, you know, behind a couple of guys. But like that's just Peyton getting into a rhythm with his dudes, right? So right,
1: uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not stressed about that. No. Uh, if you look at the schedule, it's not necessarily easy by any stretch of the imagination. No the crossover is the NFC North. It doesn't matter because they they're the a fantastic entire, team. <laughs> yeah, uh, and they play the entirety of the um, uh, AFC. Uh, AFC North. Yes. So that's obviously not what you want, but um, I think that they'll be okay. Um, I think they're, they're obviously better than most teams they play. Um, yeah, I, I think that they're going to get to 11 wins. So I think they, they'll be them, the Patriots and the Colts again. They'll be the three best teams in the AFC. And that'll
0: yeah, be that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you have anything else you want to say about the Broncos? Nope. I think I'm good. All right. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Nine and seven last year brought in yep. cornerback Marcus Peters out of Washington. They franchised uh, Justin Houston, who I've always liked uh, brought sure. in Jeremy Macklin uh, five years, 55 million smart move. They needed a wide receiver that can they actually be the country. wide
1: receiver. Who's confident, who's competent
0: and can doesn't have stone hands like uh, the guy they released Dwayne bow. Yep. Uh, they traded a fifth to new Orleans for uh, left guard, Ben Grubbs, who they then signed to four years, 24 million. Um, kind of a weird, trade that I kind of liked for them. Uh, they exercised the 5th year option on Don Terry Poe. Uh, tough start to the season. Well, I'm, I'm going to say, well, the Chiefs, eight and a half wins. You can get the over at minus 120, the under at minus 110.
1: Um, I kind of like the under.
0: I do too. They feel like an eight and eight team to me, but God, that's close. I feel like they'd be a team who would be like eight and seven going into week 16 and you'd be – or, sorry, week 17, and it would just be like, oh, God. <laughs> right? like, yeah. I really need them to – Now,
1: week 17 is against the Raiders.
0: Yeah. Stop Nonetheless. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I get what you're saying. Actually, uh, week 16 and 17 are the Raiders and Browns.
0: Ooh. Oh, boy. Um. So
1: you, you have to if, – if you're taking the under, you're going to have to hope they have losses banked up. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but if you look at the rest of the schedule, before they play the Raiders and Browns to end the season, Texans, Broncos, Packers, Bengals, Bears, Vikings, Steelers, Lions, Broncos, Chargers, Bills, Raiders, Chargers, Ravens.
0: Is that game? Is that game against the Lions in Detroit?
1: The game against the Lions is in Kansas City. Oh. oh no, it's it's in neither of those places.
0: It is in England. Oh God, that's I forgot about that. Yeah, that is the England game. That's so dumb. Because last time uh, Kansas City went to Detroit, that was when uh, Charles slipped on the first down marker and tore his ACL.
1: Oh, I remember that well.
0: Yeah, that was... Extremely well. Yeah, that was nice. Charles and Fancy that year. Yeah, I mean, they have... This team's got some weapons this year. They've got Charles, Macklin, and Kelsey. That's a nice little three-headed monster that you can get. The problem is their quarterback is a guy you can't throw it further than 20 yards. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like the move... I like the off-season moves they made. They, they, they're solid, but they're not conducive to adding, you know... Three or four more wins to your, you know, here's, here's your, what's haunted
1: them. Here's what's haunted them the last couple of years against Denver, is Peyton Manning has found okay where in the field is Marcus Cooper, and I'm throwing it to that guy. Yeah. In every single big spot.
0: Yeah, because the game's Marcus the...
1: Cooper is still their third cornerback.
0: Yeah because uh, yeah like because i had charles in one of the years uh one of these years where uh on in fantasy so i was you know watching the games the chiefs games closely and the games against the broncos uh, like weren't even close like i remember manning shredding them and then they didn't like like the the line the tackles for uh the chiefs in those games didn't see peyton manning until they were shaking hands after the game like it was because
1: yeah, the, the ball was out so quickly It wasn't a matter of, oh, my God, what a great job the Broncos have done blocking. It doesn't matter who's blocking. If the ball's out in two seconds, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And they were running that classic bubble screen and and basically just he was finding, all right, who on the field is going to be the person that is going to get torched by this? And he would always find the right guy and it would go from there. Um, Yeah, it just I don't think they've improved enough in the secondary. They've got some good players in the defense, obviously, but they haven't improved it enough that it's going to be what I would call a threat. Um, for the quarterbacking situation, like Alex Smith is solid, but unspectacular. Um, they'll block a little bit better and blocking was one of their big problems last year. They couldn't block anyone and, uh, Rob is an improvement on what they had last year, but I still don't know it's quite good enough. Um, I, I think that they're going to have a hard time keeping Smith upright. So.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It feels like, it feels like an 8 make team to me, but I don't know if I want to lay money. I don't
1: even know if they're that good, to be honest. You don't with.
0: think so? So you're loving the under at 110 here? I do. Okay. I All think right. that
1: they, they're they going to have a tough time with a variety of teams. Like, if, if, if blocking is going to be your problem, I don't think you want to test things out week one against
0: the Texans. And I'm, maybe I'm getting a little ahead of myself here because the season hasn't even started yet, but could you see the Chiefs going into Oakland and laying an egg? Oh, of course. And, and then they've open. done it before. Yeah. You, and then, then watch
1: the Chiefs do literally that exact thing before.
0: Yeah. And like, like they could, and and just so, yeah, you know, what, I, I, minus 110 on the under, eight and a half. I, I, I feel like I'm going to place a little money on that after
1: yeah. this pod's over. Uh, and we talked about how Peyton Manning kind of took advantage of them. And they played the Broncos week two of the season on Thursday Night football. Mm-hmm. Uh, week three, uh, depending on how things work out against Denver. Uh, they play Aaron Rodgers in the Green Bay Packers. So if, if, if someone else besides Peyton Manning is going to be able to take advantage of your shortcomings in the secondary, I believe that's the guy. So not a good situation. And play at the Vikings this year. and That's going to be a tough game, I think.
0: I think the Vikings are really good. Absolutely agree. Um, uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah, so I think that's it. So eight and a half, we recommend the under for, for the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. Uh, the only Oakland- Oakland Raiders. Uh, busy, busy offseason for this team. Um, well, when you some- have like
1: six NFL players on your roster last year, you sure. better be seeing Well, some
0: of them, and as we go through this list, you'll, you know, it, it can't all be winners, right? Uh, so first off, they fired their entire coaching staff, Sperano, Olsen, and Tarver. They brought in Jack Del Rio, Musgrave, and Norton.
1: I actually like Jack Del Rio. I I really enjoyed yes. the Jack Del Rio as Broncos defensive coordinator experience. Mm-hmm. And people forget that Jack Del Rio, the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach, was not had terrible. Had some nice years. He was yeah. he, he was okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, they drafted Amari Cooper, the uh, young hot receiver out of Alabama. He is going to be the one thing. Like if you're an Oakland Raiders fan, you're probably like,
1: that's the guy you're thinking about. Yeah, the
0: guy we like to to watch. Uh, they re-signed Charles Woodson, one point one eight. Uh Maurice Jones Drew retired. Just I'm gonna miss him. <laughs> is, he, is he working on TV for someone this year? Because he should be. I hope so. I yeah, I'd be great. Like I've always thought that he would be great at TV. Yeah, and if not, he's always been a huge fantasy guy, so maybe he does like a, a fantasy hour type uh because he's been one of the few like players that has been
1: like, openly embracing fantasy football. Yeah,
0: openly embracing the fantasy football. So maybe you see him on like the NFL network doing like a with yeah. Fabiano or something. He should, be
1: doing, he should be doing TV somewhere or something. Right?
0: Yes, he should. That. and uh, yeah. Absolutely do that, Maurice Jones Drew. Um, they released Mar- Lamar Woodley. They released Antonio Smith. And then they start making it rain. Uh, Rodney Hudson, five years, 40, four, <laughs> 44 and a half. Uh, they bring in Roy Hallou, uh, four years, 2 million, which is solid signing. I love that. Yeah, whatever. But then they followed that one up with giving two years and 3.8 million to Trent Richardson, who's not. No who's not worth a nickel with a picture of a bee on it. But, right. Like, would you give five Bs for Trent Richardson? No, that wasn't <laughs> the style at the time. No, um, God. Yeah,
1: um, oh, bad, bad, bad. Uh, they, here's here's what I'd say about the Raiders roster. Yeah. As an overall, like, obviously the offseason was, was was helter skelter because you can't convince anyone to go there because the situation's shit. And as much as you... May want to say, "Oh, things are different now. Uh, last I checked, the Davis family still in charge. It's not going to be different." Um, here's the, the Raiders' roster essentially comes down to this: Khalil Mack, great, Omar. awesome, yeah. Amari uh, Cooper, fun to watch, great, uh, and he looks like he might have a very good NFL career. The question is going to be: Is Derek Carr a middle-of-the-road quarterback, or is he something a little bit better? I don't think he's terrible, uh, but what what kind of career can Derek Carr have? is your big question.
0: Yeah, I just – I haven't – I'm thinking here because I have it written down. I'm looking at it. I think they're their they're trio of Carr, Mack, and Cooper, I think that is a – I don't know if I want to say fantastic, you, but I need a word. You can build on that trio. Yeah, that is a good base for the future. The problem is this is the present. Right. Um, the offense should be frisky this year. I think it will be fun to watch. I'm going to see what Michael Crabtree yet Yeah. Michael Crabtree they also brought in uh one year three point two. Uh they re-signed Rod Streeter, who's always been weirdly solid for them. And in PPR leagues, you know, was Andre A. Holmes
1: still part of this. He's been good for them. Yeah. And uh Latavius Murray's still there. And yeah. he's obviously better than anyone else in the roster running back wise. And yeah. uh when he was able to play last year, he looked pretty good.
0: Yeah, uh, a couple of the better defensive moves: uh, Malcolm Smith two seven, Nate Allen four twenty three, Dan Williams they brought in four twenty five. I mean, those are three decent. And I mean, I'm not a big Malcolm Smith fan, but like Nate Allen and he's an know. NFL player. Yeah, exactly. They're they're it's certainly all up there, different
1: right? than the guys that they've had in those positions before. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's okay. I still think they're bad, but they're not as laughable as they used to be. Uh
0: so the numbers on the Oakland Raiders five and a half. You can get the over at minus 105 and the under at minus 125.
1: I got to take the under.
0: Yeah, I think you have to, but I don't love it at minus 125. But I think you have to. Um, I
1: just look at what they're going to have scheduling-wise to play the entire AFC North and entire NFC North. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's just say, like, if we're trying to find six wins than the schedule, I don't think they're beating the Bengals. They're not beating Baltimore.
0: Yeah, because they, they, they also they also play the NFC North, right? Which is yeah. probably might be the second best division in.
1: Yeah, it's tough in terms uh, of like
0: like top to bottom. Those two actually that's not true because the Bears are going to be terrible this year.
1: Yeah, I think the Bears are very bad. But um, they're still going
0: to be better than the Raiders.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, they play at the Bears week four, uh, home to Denver, at the Chargers, home to the Jets, at Pittsburgh, uh, on the road against the or home to the Vikings on the road against the Lions on the road against Tennessee. Like, I just don't know if there are six wins on the schedule because then you got Chiefs, Broncos, Packers, Chargers, Chiefs.
0: No, don't see it. Don't see it. Um, So under minus 125, I'm willing to go ahead and lay some money on that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Last question on the Raiders. Uh, Will this be the last season for the Oakland Raiders? Yes. You think so? Yeah. Where do you think they're headed next year?
1: Oh, Los Angeles, California.
0: Oh, for God's sakes.
1: Dude, you got to just get used to the fact that there will be – one NFL team and probably two in Los Angeles in the near term future. Ugh. There's no reason not to. Like if, if like. And once they not, fail
0: in LA, where do we go after that?
1: I lot of like think about the communities all over the place that would want NFL team. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's just I don't think that losing what they have, like obviously Oakland has an interesting fan base. Would they call
0: them, Would they call them the LA Raiders again? Do you think? They,
1: I think they would go back and do the LA Raiders. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I, I just wanted to I just wanted the team to have been in two different cities two different times. Uh, and there'll likely be two teams there next year. One of St. Louis or San Diego is likely going to.
0: Yeah. So good luck everybody. Yeah. I mean I just I keep going back to the line in basketball where the guy goes, The Oakland Raiders move to LA and then back to Oakland and no one in Los Angeles seemed to notice. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> Do we repeat? Do we repeat that again? <laughs> two decades later, I, I think that
1: the NFL has changed two decades later, and yeah, sports true. consumption has changed two decades later. I just think the fact that the biggest league in North America doesn't have a team in Los Angeles is, it has served them a little bit because there's always a "what if you relocate really to LA?" a hammer when they're talking about stadium deals, which is really mm-hmm. so it's served them a little bit. But I think it's time for them to just not someone's
0: going yeah all right uh last but certainly not least uh san diego chargers nine and seven last year uh brought in melvin gordon from wisconsin Resigned king dunlop 428 uh brought in jacoby jones which you know should help a little bit uh two five and a half uh re-signed brandon flowers signed uh, orlando franklin canadian uh five years 365 uh stevie johnson getting some uh Getting some fantasy buzz as a sleeper this year, even though there's really no such thing as a fantasy sleeper anymore. But uh, this is how you do me. Yeah, <laughs> still one of the best things ever. Oh, oh that's great. I praise you twenty four seven. Yeah, I kind of like this
1: team to be honest. I think they're clearly the second best team in the H C West. I don't know if they're a playoff, but they're clearly the second best team in the AC West. Yeah. Uh,
0: the numbers on them: eight wins. You can get the over at minus one thirty, and you can get even odds on the under. Eight wins even. Eight. Yeah.
1: So if they go eight and eight, you push it? Yes. I like the over.
0: Yeah. I think based on that alone, that you push and you get your money back, I think you take it yeah. Eight and a half, I think
1: you have to think of a little harder. But yeah, I think there's uh, – look, look at this way. Denver, you know, is finishing better than eight eight. Yes. Um, I don't think you can say the same for Oakland, obviously, and certainly and, and not for Kansas City either. No. Two teams in this division are finishing 500 or better. You would think.
0: Yeah. And so, you would think it would be the two guys, the two teams with the two quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, I think the Phillip Rivers alone is, is good Great wins. I don't know if I like the Melvin Gordon pick for them. Like, I like Melvin Gordon as a player, but I let the general rule of thumb don't use first-round picks or top-15 picks to the least of running backs. I think it applies here. I think they have other holes to be on to. But
0: uh, He was happy feet. He's been happy feeting it a little bit in the, uh, in the preseason action that he's had. Have you, have you seen the footage on him? I haven't uh, watched too closely. Well, it's just he – he got the ball. I mean, because he ran north-south in college. Yep. But when he got the ball in the preseason games, and maybe it was just, you know, jitters. <laughs> but he got it, and he was doing the happy feet thing where he was like, should I run forward or should I go side to side? And he was just kind of like, Well, I shuff- know the, the, Chargers,
1: the Chargers blogs, especially the ones that were analytics inclined, were not thrilled to see them trade up.
0: To get Melvin Gordon, yeah. Um, and when any time, and they moved up two spots, right? And anytime they do that, that means that it usually means that uh, the team was enamored with them to the point where maybe they were a little too in love with the guy, you know? Right,
1: where you could have waited the two spots and probably still got him. And worst case scenario, you pick a non running back.
0: But yeah. Um, but at the very least, I mean, Keenan Allen, Malcolm Floyd, they'll get Antonio Gates back after he gets back from his four game suspension. Uh, And they'll have Melvin Gordon, whatever they get out of him. I mean, that, then Phil Rivers at QB. Oh, yeah, it should be a nice offense. I think that they're,
1: I think that on defense will be gettable. Um, Yeah.
0: They they got
1: better on defense. Yes. Uh, They added Brandon Flowers last year. That that certainly helped them. Uh, The defense uh,
0: is better than people think, but it's still like a, well, I don't know, C-plus defense, I would say.
1: I just don't know, like, where is the pass rush coming from?
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean,
1: you know, if you look at what they've got right now. Where who's the big pass rush threat on that defense? I
0: yeah, think. you know what the the, uh, the Chargers are going to have a lot of plays where like the opposing QB is in the pocket for like yeah. four or five like what feels like four or five seconds, and then he's just kind of standing there because no one can get to him, but also nobody can get open, so the QB is just right. kind of like somebody get open, <laughs> right? Yeah,
1: like, no, just wait. Uh, um, Yeah, I uh, huh. I I I just don't know. Where some of the pass rushing that defense That's that's,
0: that's, that's true. So, eight wins. You and I kind of both like the over at minus 130. I, I people
1: know. score enough that that's an odd issue.
0: Yeah, I think so. So,
1: uh, if you look at the schedule, let's yeah. say they split with the Chiefs, sweep the Raiders, and they may even split with Denver. Uh, they played Denver week 17.
0: Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, the, Denver, that's that home but, game,
1: right? But if anything, yeah, yeah, was, well, they, they play them in uh, in Denver, week mm-hmm. seventeen. What? Maybe the Broncos aren't playing for anything. Who's to say? Exactly. Uh, but let's say they, they let's say they split with Denver, split with the Chiefs, and go four and two against Oakland. Need to find four uh, or, or two and zero oh, rather against Oakland. Need to find uh, four wins elsewhere in the schedule to push. And you've got games against Cleveland. You got games against the Bears, Jacksonville, Miami. There, there, there are ways to find four or five wins in there. No problem. No problem.
0: Yeah, I agree. Couldn't agree. Um, so that puts a capper on our AFC over under slash season preview. Uh, I feel pretty good about that. I feel like that went very well. Uh, I th- will be back next week. We're going to do the NFC and, uh, it will most likely include a lot of me bitching about my Detroit Lions and the silly moves that they made in the offseason that I don't care for.
1: It'll include lots of me talking about the Minnesota Vikings and me talking about how good they've been drafting for the last three years oh, God, together now.
0: They have it so, and like the Teddy Bridgewater thing. I love Teddy Bridgewater, and they got him for free essentially. <laughs> oh, God, oh my, so... that was such a like.
1: How did that happen? I remember like, watching that oh, so draft. We had a bad pro day. Uh-oh. Yeah. That, that I definitely cancels
0: out three years of excellent college tape. That's
1: <laughs> so terrible.
0: <laughs> it's like, it was the exact opposite of the Yi on Leon thing in, college, or yeah. in basketball, right? Where it was like, they were like, look at the post moves. Yi on Leon is putting on this chair and this four-foot-tall Asian dude holding a pool skimmer. Man, yeah. he is, like, schooling these guys. Oh, my God. That was so bad. And, you know, like, the EG on, like the on hidden thing for me with the EG on the on thing was that draft uh, was the year – that was the Durant year, right? When the Celtics yeah. had the best odds of winning the lottery and then fell to, like, five? Yeah. And then that triggered the chain of events that led them to getting Ray Allen and then Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett and winning a title and kicking off five or six years of really good uh, – before those trades happened, uh, <laughs> the talk was that the Celtics were going to use the fifth pick on uh, Yiji on Leon. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God. What <laughs> a crazy time in NBA history is how different
1: things could have been. Like, yeah,
0: because well, so, it's so it's like the NBA is so easy to do because one guy can completely change
1: the entire a- ordeal. Yeah, because yeah,
0: like, you know, you put LeBron James on a team with you, me, and yeah. Three other guys off the street. That team is still making the playoffs, right? Because he's right. LeBron James. Uh, yeah, so like I, I think uh, it's a good way to end and caper on our AFCs. Hopefully, we uh, were correct, like mostly correct, like we were with the uh, baseball one. Baseball one. And hopefully, you won a little money because of us and the. Uh, Hopefully we also won some money, but uh, yeah, we're going to have to get off this and talk more about that uh, Jacksonville thing. And uh, we'll get you back next week and we'll do the NFCs. Uh, Craig needles. Thanks for coming out again. No problem. Take care man.